All right, folks, we are live on Thursday night from both Philadelphia and Cincinnati, home of wonderful football teams and baseball teams. This is our first Thursday night show. Thank you for joining us. The gentleman who is sitting over to the right of me here. There we go. I got it. I got it. That gentleman, that handsome fella is Barry. Barry, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm a little tired, but I think I think that I think that dance uh, uh kicked it up a notch. All right. All right. Fantastic. I am Bill, uh and uh, this is the Ear B&B Disney podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, uh Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Buzzsprout among other places. Soon so, to be uh, Pandora. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we're not talking about the charms, although we mm-hmm. are quite charming. Indeed. <laughs> All <laughs> right, folks, uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, not a ton on the news front as far as Disney reopening. However, a couple hours ago, there was a tweet from uh, Lawrence Maurer of the Tampa Bay Times who said that uh, Florida is ready to enter phase two of the recovery plan, and that should be happening on May 18th. Phase two means that groups of up to 50 50 people are allowed to gather in a spot, Uh, increased restaurant capacity, gyms, schools, and bars will be open as long as they are following social distancing rules and uh, have diminished occupancy. So those are good signs for us. Governor DeSantis then followed that up by saying that he does have a good announcement coming on Friday. So hopefully we are moving in the right direction. And sooner rather than later, we will be back to Disney. Sounds like they might be moving on to phase two. Maybe. Phase two, May 18th, that is what uh, uh, Tampa Bay Times, the Tampa Bay Times is tweeting. So we will find out, I guess, tomorrow as far as whether that is uh, true or not. Uh, Hey, Barry. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Yes, yes. And uh, check that out. That was cute. Apparently, our dancing... My dancing, maybe. My dancing. I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I get that. Mine really isn't that great. Jimmy, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, If uh, anyone else would like to share the podcast, uh, it is pretty easy to do. There's a button down on the bottom right hand side that says share. All right, Julie, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, So we are going to jump right into the meat of the show tonight and uh that is something that we touched on on sunday we started talking about uh uh, different cues and uh uh, the the lines to get onto rides in particular a lot of folks brought up peter pan as being one of the best cues within disney and uh, we talked about that a little bit but i want to go into more detail about that tonight and uh, talk about the best cues in Walt Disney World. Barry, um, from your standpoint, what uh, is the best cue in all of Walt Disney World? 
Man, that is a loaded question because my question to you, Bill, is, and the people, what the queue itself? Now, the pre-shows. Do you consider that part of the queue, or do you consider that the start of the attraction? That's one question that's kind of blurred nowadays mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because these rides have become so immersive that these pre-shows are part of the, the entire thing. So, I don't, you know, for me, I know I keep saying it because I'm a Star Wars fanatic, but it would be Rise of the Resistance. If you consider the pre-shows and everything well, else to be the watch, cue. Watch your language. What did I say? <laughs> you said uh, consider, but you put an extra H in the middle of that. I did? I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. So now that's my question to you, Bill, is that uh-huh. do you consider the, the when you get to the briefing room and the transport ship and then you get on the Star Destroyer, you're still waiting in lines. Is that part of the queue? Uh, you know, I would definitely consider the briefing room to be part of um, the uh, the line and part of the queue. Uh, as far as the transport ship, that kind of is a ride in itself. Now, it's a ride that takes you to more of a line. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think why not? Let's uh, let's say it's part of the uh, the queue process. Yeah. Now, Jimmy says down there, he says he thinks that pre-show is part of the attraction. Now, if that's true, then you can because then the queue isn't that impressive for instance, if you're just mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. the line. You know? yeah, and, uh-huh, and that's where tr- uh, Tracy says that takes Galaxy's Edge out of the running. Yeah, because that's what I mean. I, I'm not completely mm-hmm. sure. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, as uh, Tati points out that uh, uh, they, Disney is saying that it's 20 minutes long, so that is part of the ride. So yeah. if that is the case, then, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's a gray area. Mm-hmm. If 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 considering all that, I would have to say then that I would probably say Peter Pan is probably the the, be- the, the best queue I've been. I do you agree with people with that. Very interactive. It's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, interaction. I would agree. That is wonderful. But what about what about Smuggler's Run? Yeah, that's a great queue also. But again, it's when the when does. The, well, the, ride, the, the, the attraction I for that there's a very specific starting point because there's no ride before you get there so I would include uh, the uh, the cabin of uh, the Millennium Falcon to be part of the queue it's the, well, yeah you would think so but there's a pre-show right before that so it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say Smuggler's Run is better than uh, uh, the the actual ride. <laughs> yeah, no, the queue I, line is probably better than uh, the uh, the line. The, um, uh-huh. the first the first time in this podcast, you and I one hundred percent agree. Huh? How about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Jimmy is pointing out that he thinks Smuggler's Run has a, a, a good uh, a good queue line. Um, and uh, he also brings up Expedition Everest, which we will talk a little bit more probably about in just a bit. Uh, to address what uh, George is saying, uh, that I live in a mansion, 
<laughs> I, I was wondering how long it would take for someone to point that out. Now this is uh, it's I've got a green screen behind me and uh, that's just a picture. I just thought it would be fun to yeah. uh, put it up there and make people do that. Um, now, as far as uh, Barry is concerned, I'll have, you know, that's my mom's kitchen. <laughs> Bill wishes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, poo uh, is something that uh, folks are pointing out is a wonderful uh, cue. And for kids, I 100% agree. However, if you're an adult and uh, sitting through that can get a little frustrating. Now, that being said, I get what it's made for. It's made for kids and all of that. But sometimes it's just a bit of an overload um, from an adult standpoint. Um, but you know, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm no scientist, but uh, go on. Looking at all the kids licking everything and touching their hands all over the stuff, I would probably say coronavirus originated in the Winnie the Pooh queue. Yeah, that's very possible. There, there are several places that it could have originated within Disney yeah. alone. Yes. Um, Dumbo also has a very interactive queue mm -hmm. uh, that uh, kids can uh, play with. Uh, another ride with the interactive queue is uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Now, Bill, I don't know if every every time I've been on it with you, we've always mm -hmm. went through the Fast Pass line. Have oh, you ever been in the regular queue? Uh, I have. I have been in the regular queue. Um, yeah. it, it was really fun because, I mean, and I, and I say that it actually was awful. Um, my niece has panic attacks in large mm. crowds. Yeah. And we got in line when it was raining, thinking that, okay, great, there's no line. But apparently there was still a long line on the inside that people didn't leave. So when we finally did it, it ended up being a couple hours and she just kept getting more and more panicked. And on top of that, the folks in front of us kept having more and more people join their party. I, no mm -hmm. exaggeration. They, it started with like four people and at least 10 people at different points came in and joined them. Um, and and uh, that was starting to frustrate her. And to the uh, cast member's credit, um, they kind of saw her kind of entering uh, meltdown mode. And uh, my buddy Dave, who was with us, said, yeah, she is starting to have a panic attack. And cast members jumped into action and escorted us all the way up and through. It was like four or five different cast members who uh, said, okay, come with me. Okay, uh, party of six, come with me. And uh, they got us right in and right on the ride as soon as uh, she really started to kind of uh, 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 enter freak out mode. So the cast members, wonderful. Yeah, the cast members are very good with that that type of stuff. Any kind of you mm -hmm. know condition you might have or any panic attacks, they're very good with all, like autism and things like that. So uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a it's a good story. Yeah, yeah. but. Yes, I have been in the uh, regular line, and uh, I agree that the queue is uh, pretty amazing there. Um, you know, as far as theming goes, there are a lot of wonderful, wonderful themed things, whether you're talking about uh, playing additional games or not playing additional games, but like uh, uh, Splash Mountain, mm. the theming throughout that is wonderful. Haunted Mansion. Uh, you know, that, that, that's one of the ones that gets blurred a little bit because what do you call the stretching room? Do you call that part of the ride or do you call that uh, 
Yeah, that's 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 what I was going to ask. I, mm-hmm. I I would assume that people are going to say that uh, the stretching room starts the attraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One that I would hope to try someday is the Indiana Jones ride up in Disneyland. Yeah. Um, that I have not seen. Um, Danielle, if you have uh, any insight as to what is on that, I'd love to hear that. Um, but uh, neither Barry or I have been out to uh, Disneyland, so it is hard for us to uh, do that. I have watched the Indiana Jones ride on YouTube, of course, because mm-hmm. I spoiled myself with that kind of stuff. Uh, the, the, the ride vehicles look a lot similar to Dinosaur. Um, I think it it, it kind of has the same layout, except it's not dark in the ride. The things are different, but it it, it looks similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, Jen, to answer your question, um, at the time, I did not know about the DAS Pass. Since then, when we went back last year, I did do a DAS Pass for her, um, and that, uh, that helped us out a little bit. Uh, sadly, though, we went the week between Christmas and New Year's. Ooh. So... so uh, it was, uh, it, the crowds were a whole lot for her then. Um, so it wasn't the, wasn't the best experience we had ever had, but, uh, I, yeah. I'm having a, I'm having a panic attack just thinking about those crowds that week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, uh, Jimmy has uh, pointed out the, the Disney app is to uh, take in the place of the games and in a lot of places they have, uh, for example, Soren mm-hmm. and, uh, you've got that app in Soren where you can, uh, play trivia and uh, do that kind of thing. And then, uh, you know, just like the different things around the park that you can do as well. Disney is brilliant as far as how they are able to. Um... That was one of my uh, one of the better cues that I was going to say. I had Soren written down and not because the actual line is great, but it's in the air conditioning. Yeah, and you know, yes. <laughs> you know how you walk into this, you get a fast pass for Soren, and it's like when you're done walking, you felt like you walked a marathon. I mean, that queue is long, mm-hmm. but you're in the air conditioning, and that's that's okay. You're great. Yeah, you know, I don't think that. Don't get me wrong, I love the air conditioning. The air conditioning is great, but I don't really like the long line for Soren because you just kind of are going straight through something yeah. and, and the view doesn't change. It's all the same kind of walls and everything else. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a huge fan, um, but of the queue of the queue. Yeah. Yeah. Soren. I love the ride. Love yeah. the ride. Um, yeah. Danielle points out that, uh, it's the same ride as dinosaur. Uh, Indiana Jones is the same ride as dinosaur with a, uh, uh, yeah. uh a new overlay. Uh, well, dinosaur has the, uh, uh, but from what overlay. from what I remember though is that <clears throat> when I watched it, you can see everything that's going on around you. Um, it's more wide open than the dinosaur, but I don't know how I watched on YouTube. So, yeah, I uh, I you know that's a funny thing about dinosaur. The one weird part about dinosaur, in my opinion, and this is way off topic of uh, cues, but uh, uh, the left, right, left, right, right before you get your picture taken with the uh, with the big dinosaur. It just seems like they didn't have a good idea as far as how to make that work on Dinosaur. So it's like, what if we just turned out all the lights and had people zigzag through stuff? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just, uh, you know, I, I, when I first went on that ride in high school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was called Countdown to Extinction. 
that's what it was originally called. I think that was the original. And um, it, it seemed to be more intense to me. Maybe that was just because I was younger. I don't yeah. know. Uh, if somebody knows if they had changed that ride at all, uh, you know, you can let us know. But it seemed like it was more I, intense back then. Yeah, I don't remember tense ever being a part of that ride, though. Well, it throws you around. No, I mean, uh, like, tense. Never mind. It was an awful <laughs> joke. and uh, Over my head, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it wasn't very funny. It's <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, Danielle says that it was uh, Countdown to Extinction, and they rethemed it when uh, the dinosaur movie came out. Yeah. I knew they had done something like that. So, uh, Barry, what are your thoughts on uh, the Pirates uh, Q-Line? Uh, it's perfect for what it is. You mm-hmm. know, it's 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 Pirates. <laughs> it's Pirates themed all around. I mean, I wouldn't consider it... Uh, I wouldn't consider it one of the best Qs, you know, but it, it's... It's... Uh, yes, yeah. Pirates. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what I will say is that uh, the giant uh, T-Rex... Uh, uh, fossil that is out there is is a wonderful thing it kind of makes you think uh back to jurassic park and and all of that yeah i need to go back after this and watch it because i didn't i didn't catch any joke whatsoever Mm. oh wow uh so you were dodging meteor showers and stuff oh that's interesting it was different i i knew something was up i knew Mm. i knew it was a little different Mm -hmm. well that's uh that's fun that's uh it's good to know i i wonder if at least the pre-show will get a new uh, Our, intro sometime yeah. soon, because like I, uh, Mrs. Cosby's like a hundred years older than that <laughs> now, isn't she? Yeah, you know what the thing. One thing I do remember is though that that pre-show was the same exact thing. I don't think mm-hmm. that pre-show changed with when they rethemed it. Oh, really? I think so. Unless I'm so mistaken, Mrs. Mrs. Huxtable has been there from the very yeah. beginning. Then okay, mm-hmm. okay. Hello there. <laughs> um, so pirates, I think, is incredible. What do you? What are your thoughts? And I think this is a little more of a controversial one. Uh, Big Thunder. Uh, it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's very hot. I, mm-hmm. I but I do enjoy the the certain inter interactive stuff they got there. When you know when you do that yeah. thing, plunge and crank. Yeah. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a good cue, but it just uh, there's certain ones that it just it just seems like they're hot boxes, and that uh-huh. to me is one of them. Uh huh. And then you don't feel well, the you don't get any air conditioning until you get down to the bottom level. No, no, that is <laughs> that is rough. Yeah. Um. Uh. T- uh the uh, Slinky Dog Dash, uh, another line that I think is kind mm-hmm. of brutal, uh, to you, and another reason why I would have to say. Not one of the best coasters in all of Disney. <laughs> now, listen, you can talk, you can talk smack on the queue all you want, but Slinky Dog Dash is the real deal. It is. It, it's it's a nice ride. It's a it's a it's a nice ride. It's more than a nice ride. It's a good it's a good coaster. It's a good kids coaster. It's a, it's a good coaster. I'll give you that. We yeah. are one once again, Barry. We are on the same page. Now you said nice ride. Nice ride is kind of like uh, you know, that's a nice ride. Like people movers yeah. are a nice ride. I was uh, I was being condescending on purpose, but uh, I know. 
the reality is, yeah, it is a good coaster, without a doubt. But it's not uh, it's not uh, the the best uh, coaster in all of Disney. Um, as far as theming goes, another one that I love is uh, Tower of Terror. Yeah, that's think, a good one. Mm, the 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 incredible echoey kind of uh, old timey music that plays, uh, you know, just the spider webs that are everywhere, the the rundown. Uh, Q line it all it, it works for me uh it's not my favorite uh it's not my favorite attraction but yeah i know i i will admit that the theming of it is second to none in all of disney mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jenna agrees as far as the line uh is uh not uh not that great but the ride itself is wonderful she says wonderful. luckily luckily i've never had this stand in the queue in the heat um for it i've always either had fast passes or uh, when we did stay in line, it was like at nighttime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what about rock and roller coaster, Barry? What do you think? Uh, again, that's another one that I don't. I don't go through the queue that much of that ride. It's yeah. either, it's either fast pass or I go through the single rider line. Uh, from what I can remember, before you get into the uh, the recording studio, y- y- there's not much going on. I mean, you see, you know, you see a couple. No. You're outside most of the time. Yeah. You go around and up, uh, and then you enter the door. Uh, I think the difference between the fast pass and the regular line, but it's been a while since I've been in the regular line, um, is that they had uh, just regular old posters hanging up on the regular line, and then in the fast pass line, they have the uh, interactive ones that uh, throw yeah. your name up as being in a concert, which was uh, was fun. Um it actually is one of those rides that I would love to see rethemed. I think it served its lifespan. Yeah, it's t- it's, listen, I love Aerosmith, you know, but there's there's and, and it does fit in the whole Hollywood thing, you know. Yeah. With it being downtown Los Angeles and all the stuff, but th- th- there's you know that there's something else they could do with that ride. Mhm. Mhm. There there is. Uh that, that you know, there's been talk of uh, a um Monsters Inc overlay that i that i've I heard a little bit about now whether that's true or just someone speculating and i read it i don't know yeah, a lot, uh, lot of but, rumors uh, yeah yeah but when you after you leave the recording studio it's fun to watch the coaster take off and mm-hmm. then you can tell the people that have never ridden it before because they're like huh yeah <laughs> they're like yeah. shocked that it takes off like that but mm. or they're just screaming to the cast member to let them off you remember People, that? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was the worst. <laughs> tell 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 folks about that. Well, we were after we got out of the recording studio part. We were watching the roller coaster. Some lady started screaming, screaming that she wanted to get out. And one of the cast members, when they finally heard her, I don't know about Bill, but I thought the restraint came loose. I thought that's yeah. what she was screaming yeah. about. Apparently, she just wanted to get out of the ride. And but it was it had already been set to to take off, so they the cast members were trying to explain to her that this is like a half hour pro- process of us getting you out. This ride's only a minute and a half, you know. She's like, no, no, no I gotta get out. So she stopped that line because she didn't want to go, and uh, it took a while. We 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 they mm-hmm. ushered everybody out. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rudy was there for that, right? He, I think he was. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Rudy. 
Uh, how was that? George has a couple of recommendations as to what they should. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw that. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Pink Floyd is a good one. Yeah. However, this next one is yeah. a great one. Wham. I agree. Could Can you imagine just jitterbugging all the way through uh, that <laughs> jitterbug? <laughs> or how about uh, how about um, who's the guy who sings uh, I've seen fire and I've seen rain James Taylor there James we Taylor. go yes uh, uh-huh. that would be uh, that would be yeah. uh, uh, in my mind I'm going to Carolina mm-hmm. yeah yeah that would uh, that would work wonderfully or Kenny G oh it would every single be- one that yeah. ride would never end it <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I I think we're on to something. I think. Uh, uh, thank you, George, for um, bringing all of those uh, uh, suggestions and allowing us to kind of grow on it. That is amazing, mm-hmm. Kenny G. The Kenny G coaster. There, that. I can't imagine anything being better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else uh, uh, on your list of uh, of queue lines? Well, you know, I wanted to uh, talk about now the flight of passage queue. That's apparently supposed to be a crazy good queue that I've never been in. Um, again, I've ridden it a whole bunch of times. Every time I have, though, uh, it's been fast pass. But yeah. then again, I yeah. don't know if I want to wait two or three hours in a queue. No, I don't. I don't, and that 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 is uh, I, I actually Dumbo is one that I've. I've only done Dumbo when I could skip through all of that other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And there hasn't really been a line. So I don't really get, I, I've seen the little playground and that little inside area, but I've never really looked at it. But yeah, that's one that I can't comment on uh, as well as um, Flight of Passage. I'm sure it's wonderful, but I I, I, I I haven't seen it. I like Rudy's idea for Rock and Roller Coaster being a, a, a Lawrence Welk theme. That could be, <laughs> Instead of the countdown backwards, the three, two, one. Instead, it could be and a one and a two and a bam. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. I think it should be rethemed to a total uh, carousel progress overlay roller coaster. Ooh, ooh. And like right when you start off, no privacy at all around this place. You go, you go like through, you go through the house, right? You go through a house and the girl's uh-huh. like, Papa, I'm indecent. Don't worry, they're friends. <laughs> uh, that would be incredible. And uh, you know, then uh, how his uh, it's starting to rain, but his lumbago hasn't is isn't acting up, and then all of the yeah. lights go out. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of a nice uh, a nice touch. They've blown um, the whole neighborhood. Uh-huh. And the, and they put uh yeah at the at the end when the turkey burns they can put in the smell of Rome burning there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we have this figured out. We do. Mm-hmm. George Millsop was the inspiration. Yes, yes, thank you George. Um Wayne uh, thinks the best cue is uh rise. It's so good that if it ended halfway through you will be satisfied. And uh Rudy jinxed us on that. We got uh, we got uh, on on opening day. We we go and we finally get called. Uh, our boarding pass gets called. 
we get on the ride, we make it into the briefing room, we leave the briefing room and we get on the transport ship, we get pulled into uh, the, uh, not Death Star, but... Uh, Star Destroyer. Yeah, the Star Destroyer. And Rudy says, man, that is wonderful. If, if it ended right now, I'd be satisfied. And uh, then it did because it, uh, it, did it end, broke yes. down. Mm -hmm. Rudy, Rudy jinxed it. And as far as that's true, Rudy says that it's true. And Barry, I think uh, uh, as far as that's concerned, we have something that we can do. Rudy ruined our first time yeah. on Flight of Passage. So true. Except you meant Rise of the Resistance. You said Flight of Passage. Oh, oh, son wah, of a... wah. All um, right, folks. I'm going to end. Uh, I'm going to end this podcast. We're going to start it over again. When I get to that <laughs> point, I'll say the, I'll say the right word. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to click on my friend. Uh, hey, Nene. That's my uh, coworkers. Well, my former coworkers' daughter. She used to work in Epcot. How are you doing? Oh, nice. Nene? Yeah. She used to. She actually worked. Used to work at Club Cool. Oh, that uh, that's uh, fantastic! Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, three times. Rudy ruined it three times. And for those of you who don't know Mike Patrick, uh, that is who just came on and said so true. Uh, we we mm -hmm. asked Mike a while ago to record that for us, uh, and uh, then we can uh, go back and uh, do that. Um, if uh, if you'd like, all of us can leave, and you and uh, Nene can just have a conversation. That, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully, Club Cool comes back. Um, Future World, which is now kind of a thing of the past. It's a shame. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, any other cue lines, Barry, that uh, uh, you want to uh, give a shout-out to as far as being uh, wonderful? Uh, yeah, I pick, I pretty much uh, uh, I touched on everything I wrote down as far as cues. Yeah, okay, wonderful. So I'd like to expand this now and uh, talk about more best things about uh, uh, Disney in a new segment that we would like to call B&B Bests. Now, what this is, is just our thoughts on some random things within Disney that are the best for whatever it is that you're talking about. For example, Barry, let's say it's, uh, uh, you know, let's say you're in the same position you were at the top of the podcast today where you're feeling kind of tired. Mm -hmm. Okay. But we still have more than half a day of parks to uh, enjoy and rides to ride and drinks to drink and jokes to make and everything else. What do you do to uh, uh, what's the best way to get yourself pumped back up for the rest of the day? Well, first, what you got to do, I know what people are thinking. You got to walk right by Starbucks, okay? Walk right by Starbucks and find your nearest Joffrey's. <laughs> oh, Joffrey's, yeah. yeah. Because Joffrey's coffee is where it's at. I get me a nice, uh, you know, it, it, in the parks, Orlando, it's hot. 
you don't want a hot coffee. Well, some people do, but I know I don't. So I usually get an iced coffee and uh, that wakes me up. Now, now, do you get anything? Do you, do you go for the extra shot of espresso? In, Sometimes. Uh, Depends on how I'm feeling. But Javi's is the best because not only, number one, they take the AP discount. But then again, I'm not sure if Starbucks does too. They might. I don't know. Um, they take the AP discount uh, and they have alcohol. They have alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. and they're cheaper than Starbucks. So they automatically win in my book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me. I think uh, one of the best ways to do, if you're in Magic Kingdom, Splash Mountain. There's no way you can get off Splash Mountain and still be like, I'm just so tired. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just uh, something about, if if nothing else, that water is going to wake you up. Uh, but that drop as you look over and see uh, the, the castle and everything else, that's also a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing. There's no way. Um, uh-oh. You've uh, you've started something now. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, Starbucks know, is life is life, Barry. Those those lines are out of control at Starbucks. I I, I I can't deal with it. They even got the the person with the stick like on during a ride. It tells you how many minutes to wait until you get a coffee. They have those guys out there. Mm. You know, George. Uh, uh, I think you've got some uh, paint all over your rump. Room <laughs> <laughs> and uh, George, George Joffrey's destroys Steerbucks. Yes, yeah. Wait, yes. That's gonna have to. Oh, uh, here we go. Out. Here we go. Bring it out. The yes board, baby. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It is Thursday. It is not mm-hmm. Sunday. Now, I get that all days run uh, uh, the same, and uh, you may think to yourself, wow, is it Sunday already? No, it is not. It is only Thursday. We are in our new time slot. Thursday, 8 p.m. Yep, that's that's new, and we're sticking to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least for the next nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about you, Barry? Give me, give me a best. Get, or, or uh, you know, a- ask me a question. Uh, uh, let's see what you've got as far as bests are concerned. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the best place uh, on rock and roller coaster. Okay, to sit if you were a fat boy like myself. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to give, uh, in case you guys don't know, I th- believe it's the first. Is it? It's the first row in each car. Yes, has there, there's a lot. A... Mm-hmm. It has a lot more leg room than the other cars, or I mean, the other seat behind you. You sit in the other seat behind you. You are cramped in there. Yes. Yes. How do you it, feel it, about I, that? I Bill? agree with you. I am a hundred percent in agreement uh, as far as getting the front of the two cars or, you know, the front seat in the car that has the front and the back. Uh, and uh, feel the same way actually about uh, uh, space mountain as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the front seat is the best place. You get a little more leg room. And that's the big thing for me is I just, I want to be able to stretch my legs out and not, not have them bent the entire time. I used to be able to, to hop out of that ride when it was over. When I was younger. I just, Mm-hmm. I just hopped out of the problem. Now it's like, dude, they, I think I said this before. 
Like they have to get the jaws of life to get me out of that thing now. Well, you know, I think that uh, they also uh, uh, lowered it. I think so because it's almost like you're in a bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely it isn't, they lowered it. It isn't that we're getting older. It isn't that. It's no. not that we're more out of shape than we used to be. Yeah. It's that they've changed the ride, I think, is probably a uh, thing. Now, uh, uh, one of the ones I wanted to uh, uh, talk about, and uh, this is something that uh, Wayne mentions, best empty restroom. Best place to, if you need to use the restroom and you're going to be more than a second, yeah. where do you go? And uh, Wayne points out that the uh, one that is behind Journey into Imagination is the uh, best in uh, Epcot. I can see that. That's a good one. Uh, your thoughts on the best one in Magic Kingdom? Without a doubt, the best place to do your business in Magic Kingdom. Forget about the Tangled Bathroom because that place is so busy. I understand it's nice. It's new. I get it. No, it's the one uh, right near Carousel Progress. Is that where it's at? Yes, yes. In, it's like behind uh, the stage for the uh, Tomorrowland stage show. Yes, that is the mm-hmm. that is the best bathroom, not only in Magic Kingdom, in Disney World. Yeah, it is not very crowded. I would agree that is a wonderful one. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Animal Kingdom? I, I nothing what about- comes to mind. Uh, for me, the one that comes to mind is the one that's across from uh, Dawa Bar. That okay. one's pretty good. And uh, what about uh, Hollywood Studios? You have one uh, for Hollywood Studios? <laughs> this is riveting stuff, Bill. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Hollywood. Yeah. Everyone has to go to the bathroom, Barry. It's true. Everybody. No one's immune to going to the bathroom. And when you go on your next trip and you're like, hmm, where would be a good place to go? Right. People are going to know now because of us. It's true. Uh, I would say, actually, the one by guest relations is the only one that really comes to mind by being pretty empty. That's what I look for in a bathroom. I want it to be empty. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, the one right up front um, mm-hmm. is is wonderful. Ju- Julie points out the one by Muppets is also a good one. That's um, yeah, Yeah, don't go. Whatever you do, don't go to the one... That is uh, very close to Star Tours. Oh no! It's like a, a really tiny bathroom, and it's always super crowded. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to uh, get an ice cream cone and then sit down and enjoy your ice cream cone while you're doing your business. That, uh, that I don't. I can't think of anything more disgusting actually but uh <laughs> hey to each to each his own you know george george Millsop said by his favorite places to go by rock and roller coaster enjoying an ice cream cone he also said something about being peed on on flight of passage i don't know if it was a couple weeks ago yeah he did but i i think we're seeing something here we're seeing a pattern uh-huh from george <laughs> all right moving past uh bathrooms barry what else you got yeah uh, what about best pavilion in Epcot? Oh, best pavilion in Epcot. Um, uh, you know, probably Germany, in my opinion. Uh, just because I, I love the beer that they have there. 
I love the pretzels. Um, mm -hmm. Being uh, half Irish and half German, there is a uh, part of me that uh, loves to see all the German stuff and all of that. So uh, Germany uh, and uh, probably England coming in a very close second because of the uh, Rosen crown. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I would say that probably, all right, Mexico and Norway may be tied, but I think Mexico might go ahead a little bit. The reason why I love Norway so much is because of our boy, Larry Dotson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In case you don't know, Larry Dotson is the artist who um, is, he works in the, uh, uh, the Norway, the Norway pavilion, pavilion. Mm -hmm. in one of the stores, the gift shops, and he does Disney artwork. I guess he's a cast member because I see his little cast member thing. He sells artwork out of there, and it is gorgeous stuff. That's why I love Norway. But I'm gonna have to say, um, Mexico. Yeah, there's something yeah. about the smells. I love going into you know the where that. Uh, what's the restaurant in the in the pyramid? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's called I, San. I, I think it's San Angel Inn or something like that. It, it's. But, I think it's Taco Bell, isn't it? Taco <laughs> Bell. Yeah. Moe's. Yeah. Well, it's uh in there. You get the smells of the Mexican food and the the water from the free caballeros, or I don't know if I'm saying that right. But it's almost like it, it, it's intoxicating. That is. Uh, that's a good one. Now Danielle brings up Morocco. And uh, back when there was Mo Rockin, do you remember the Mo Rockin stage show? Not sure I do. Uh, uh, it was, I loved that stage show. The music was uh, fun. Uh, you know, they had, uh, uh, you know, people dancing, all of that stuff. Uh, that, uh, that was wonderful. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, talking about the, the, the pavilions in Epcot, something that I'd like to do somewhere down the way, Barry, is uh, talk about, uh, what pavilions would be good to add? Something to kind of uh, think about, and we can come back and talk to, about that another day. But since we uh, since we're talking about Epcot, I think that would be a fun a fun thing to do. Uh, that would sometime. be fun, no doubt. You know, um, I don't know. Uh, we we've got France, and I think uh, France is going to uh, probably skyrocket uh, as far as. Uh, popularity goes once uh, ratatouille opens um yeah. hopefully they bring back that guy that climbs on all the chairs i really enjoy watching that uh you know what i'm talking about they've got uh, mm -hmm. the the guy with the chef hat and he comes out and he has his yeah. whistle and then mm -hmm. the other guy climbs up uh, like i i'm gonna guess i'm not really good at numbers but i'm guessing he climbs up about thirty thousand chairs <laughs> it's a lot I think mm. they laid him off, and they and they laid um, the 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 clown guy off too. I think, and he he's in Italy. I think, not to yeah. get depressing, but I hope well, they bring those guys back. Yeah, I mean that that's just it. They're contracted employees, and yeah. you can't just continue to pay folks like that forever. So hopefully, once everything opens back up, um, they'll be able to uh, bring that bring that back. You know, what's uh, one of the shows that we watched that I did for the first time mm -hmm. uh, um, was the uh, the Canada show, the new Canada show. Yeah. I didn't, I've, I never did the one that was with Martin Short. I enjoyed I, that one. 
Yeah, but I I never had any of them. But we did uh, our last trip. I think we did a uh, uh, Canada far and wide. That was really cool. That was cooler than mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be. That was cooler yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, there was something a booted I liked. <laughs> a boot. A boot. Something a booted <laughs> that I really liked. Yeah. Hey there, guy. Hey, guy. Don't call me guy, friend. Uh, Ryan bringing up the beer garden in Germany and the Rosen Crown in uh, UK and the gelato. Mm-hmm. Gelato. I feel like I need to say it that way. Uh, in Italy. Uh, but yeah, the beer garden of Germany and the Rosen Crown in UK. Love it. Love it. Now, you got to admit, though, probably the best yeah. show in all of Epcot is in good old America. Oh. And that is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what it's called. But the, I just the, uh, the American Dream, isn't it? American uh, the Dream, American yeah. Dream. yeah. Uh, you know, I bet people would love to hear us sing a little bit. They would, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, we will. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, do re- well, yeah, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do a rendition of Golden Wings, I think it's called. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It is amazing. All right, America, USA, USA. All right, yes, a lot of people know what you're talking about there. Um, America, spread your golden wings, fly Perfect. on eagles' <laughs> wings. Do they rhyme wings? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Moving on, Barry, this week you watched Pinocchio. I did for the first time. Let's talk about Pinocchio. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's talk. (laughs) I'm going to let you begin. Go on. Tell us about uh, your your feelings on Pinocchio. So, again, these movies, I've seen bits and pieces of these things. So when I watch it, uh, things could start coming back to me a little bit, but I've never actually sat down and watched the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I was surprisingly uh, into this movie. I was um, not like, okay, like in- totally engaged, but it, it, it kept my attention more than see. I think what I'm starting to understand about myself is that I, I'm not into the, the old timey princess movies. Pinocchio, at least yeah, he, he, he took charge at the end of the movie. You know, he did what he had to do. He wasn't he wasn't totally helpless in the beginning. He kind of was, you know, but it, it the movie kept me engaged. Uh, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy Pinocchio and Bill doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm doing it just to spite him. But I really did enjoy mm-hmm. Pinocchio. I think it was my favorite uh, out of the older classic movies so far. Okay. It is my favorite. Okay, it's so, not, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so uh, as far as your rating is concerned for Pinocchio, what do you, what do you give it? I am going to officially give Pinocchio seven bowls of mashed potatoes out of a possible 10. See that uh, uh, in my mind, and uh, uh, Trisha uh, says, "Be nice to Pinocchio." I just gave him seven bowls of taters. Um, yeah, you did. You gave Pinocchio a whole lot more potatoes than I would have given 
uh, Pinocchio. I the the what okay. First off, what I liked about Pinocchio is the uh, uh, I, I I like uh, and, and this is something that Ryan is uh, is saying right there. The art was way ahead of its time, uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of that I agree with. Uh, as far as uh, Geppetto and Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket and all of that, the artwork was phenomenal. But what stood out to me like a sore thumb, uh, sore thumb was the the little fairy princess lady, whatever she is, that kept coming in. That animation was awful. Uh, it's like <laughs> it was, uh, you know, you have all of these cartoon things. Like nothing about Geppetto is like what you would really expect someone to see in uh in real life and then all of a sudden they wanted to try to go super realistic with uh, the lady for some for some reason yeah um so so the art was great i agree with uh ryan on that and uh you know i i don't know if uh, what your thoughts are on the artwork but yeah the artwork was amazing to me number one it was a little preachy and I know that, you know, one of the things you said when we first talked about this was, uh, well, all Disney is kind of preachy, but um, the whole, if you smoke and drink, you will literally become a jackass is is a bit heavy handed in, uh, in my opinion. And I don't know, just, just a movie that is all about uh, uh, child trafficking and and kidnapping and uh, uh, all of that. I don't know. It just it's it's kind of dark. It's it's like uh, you're watching like a, a a saw movie or something. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing though: is that it's it, the the old timey Disney movies. They are all strange. Like they all have things in them where you can go, really? They're gonna put that in there, you know? But this movie was pretty hardcore at one point when they were all smoking. Yeah, with, with, yeah. Uh, and look what happened to him. What yeah, happened to that other boy that uh, well, Pinocchio left behind? What happened to him? Oh, uh, who knows? See, that's the one. My one question after the movie. I just wanted to know where the kids, and I need a backstory. Of what happened to those kids? But see how you how you took it as being preachy, and, and I totally get that. Of course, a little bit. I I, I thought of it as more of like the the theme is. Uh, you know, the whole thing with your conscience and temptation and uh, they just didn't want you to be a bad kid. You know, mm-hmm. I think that was what it was about because really, and, and, and this was in 1940. I was, I, I was very impressed with that. I looked it up. I thought it was after Cinderella in the fifties or sixties. No, this was 1940. This was made. So in 1940, did they really look down upon people who smoke cigars? I don't know if they did. Maybe. Well, well, I don't think they did as much as they did now as as they do now by yeah. any stretch. I mean, in 1940, you can go into a movie theater and just puff away and, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, Julie has a theory that uh, Pinocchio grew up to be Chucky. I have a similar theory, but it's the uh, jigsaw from Saw that Pinocchio <laughs> grew up and turned into because you don't walk away from those kinds of scarring things and, uh, you know... It, not have something come back. So in my theory is that Pinocchio grows up and he becomes Jigsaw from Saw. <laughs> well, I was I was extremely impressed and I was impressed with the ending with I mean, imagine 1940, right? 
doing all that by hand and especially the ending scene when they're underwater with the whale and everything yeah. Yeah. that's pretty that's very impressive and oh, it was it, it is and it was a they, lot of they, action i was yeah, i was they, surprised by that the art in all of the early movies, when you think about every scene being painted by hand, which yeah. you know it was that it was that way for not just that, but really any cartoon that was made prior to I mean, I think Beauty and the Beast was one of the first ones that ever had any sort of communi- uh, uh, computer animation in it. And even yeah. that, it was just like that ballroom scene, but most of it was still hand painted. Uh, yeah. so, yeah, it, uh, it, it certainly the art is amazing, and I and I don't want to discount the art, and I wouldn't. You know, that's what I said was wonderful about the movie, uh, but uh, as a whole, I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't really enjoy it, and I was I was really surprised uh, that uh, that you did actually. I think that you, that you didn't enjoy it the way I didn't enjoy Cinderella. I didn't really particularly care for Cinderella. Maybe that was in the same type of way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan's wondering why uh, Pinocchio's only real representation in uh, Magic Kingdom is in the Fantasyland restaurant. Character representation uh, re- representation is very rare in the park compared to previous decades. Uh, is it generational? Yeah, I, I think it very well could be. Um, something about making... Number one, I think you want to put the characters that kids can relate to and, and kids yeah. want to see. And I don't think that, uh, uh, my opinion, I don't think that a lot of kids are going are thinking that Pinocchio is uh, uh, an amazing movie when you've got so much new. Yeah, uh, I, I think may, maybe they did have uh, the character beforehand, but my question is, how would they do that? Because do you have a face character? But it would have to be a kid, like mm-hmm. so. Do you have a face character or do you have somebody in a costume? Like, eh. but then again, they'd have yeah. to be small. So how would that work? Yeah. And uh, as far as far as the wood is concerned, would you have him be a wood or would you have him be a real boy? Yeah, that, that's the, that's the thing. And he would have to be small. So you'd have to hire like a, a small, a tiny person. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Melissa says that uh, you, you have better taste. You know, like I've said, on these all the past weeks, I'm usually correct in my opinions. And and I <laughs> what? Wrong. I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah, I, I was, but then when you paused, okay. I uh <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so, just like last so this is two weeks in a row, right? My opinion has been correct. Last week was the the cosmic rays. It's better than <laughs> it's better than uh uh Casey's. Your argument was based around erroneous details of animals attacking you while you're trying to eat it. So that, Chicken that, that, nullifies, that nullifies your entire argument right there. Chicken nuggies ran away with it. And then again this week, I'm, I'm correct. And Pinocchio being great. It is cute that you think that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as any good... Disney uh, uh, parent would do. Uh, Julie makes a point to have her kids watch uh, all of the classics. I think that's what you have to do. I I don't uh, uh, disagree with that. And uh, Disney, it, it, well, Pinocchio is part of that. And I get it. It's just not my favorite. And uh, I, I think it's a little heavy-handed. 
I agree with you at, at, at some point that, you know, they could have been easy. But again, 1940, they probably, I don't know. But, you know, I was actually like, at the end of the movie, I cared about Pinocchio getting back to Geppetto and, and uh, the cat's name was uh, Figaro. What was the fish's yeah. name? Um, I don't I know. But fish. I cared about that. I wanted to see them get back together. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, that does it as far as Pinocchio is concerned. We had one last thing that we wanted to uh, talk about tonight, and uh, that is uh, the uh, topic that we brought up on Tuesday of this week as far as uh, would you rather have an unlimited amount of fast passes, so every ride is a fast pass, or... Would you rather be comped for all of uh, your quick service, including snacks and drinks, but not including um, uh, alcoholic drinks? And, you know, why not? One of the things Barry and I talked about, we could even throw in uh, one table service re- a meal a day if we want to do that. So you get all of that stuff. So w- would you rather have unlimited fast passes? Or would you rather have all of the food and drink that you could uh, could uh, could 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 take, Barry? Consume. What what are your thoughts? <laughs> yes, thank you. You know, you when you first said this, you didn't include sit down. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if you don't include sit down, I would have to go with the fast passes because you included Rise of the Resistance in that. That Rise of the Resistance would just be a walk on all day long. Imagine that, not having to schedule your fast passes every single ride you just walk through your entire vacation, right? Is that the, the length of the stay? Yeah, yeah. That's what it is? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because I'm more of a quick service person anyway. I mean, would it be great to have a free sit down? Yeah, obviously. But no alcohol is included. I'm going to go with fast pass. I'm going to go with fast passes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there, there are uh, some people who agree with you. Melissa uh, agrees as far as uh, fast passes. Jen says fast passes. But we also have a lot of folks, uh, Kristen and uh, Ryan and Julie um, and uh, Trisha and, uh, and George mm-hmm. all agree. Uh, they, they, they think that food would be the way to go. Uh, it's, it's, I'm torn on on it very much because i love fast passes i love being able to kind of get through and do all of that but the thought of uh being able to have an unlimited amount of uh mickey pretzels or uh, uh beverages or 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 dole whips that alone really adds up over time not to mention uh the price of meals are crazy are yeah. crazy um so there, there's a, a big part of me that uh, loves that idea. However, I still think I come down on the side of fast passes simply because it, 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 it that is the Disney experience. I know a lot of folks, like uh, one of the things that um, Kristen said was that uh, it's all about uh, food and drinks at Disney. Uh, so if that's why you're going, then it makes sense to uh, uh, to take advantage of that. If that's where you're going, if you're going to Disney to eat, then that's what you got to do. But uh, we ride a fair amount of rides. 
Yeah, we we kind of uh, really kind of, you know we it's not that we don't stop to look around and eat or do anything like that, but we're doing a fair amount of rides. So that fast pass uh, is a uh, I, I think the the, uh, the best way to go. You see, the thing is, uh, staying off property like we have the past few vacations, you can really maximize your budget by, you know, getting groceries, you know, eating some fast food instead of, you know, and then just eating quick service. You can really maximize yeah. your budget. So if I had unlimited fast passes, I would do that. I would stay off property, really budget what I was eating, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if, mm-hmm. you, if you had said alcohol was included, that's a game changer. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I think that, everyone would would go down that yeah, road. Yeah, that be, and that's and that's why you didn't put it in there. But uh I'm gonna have to go with fast passes. Yeah, yeah. Now um one school of thought, and uh Chris uh, brings it up as far as uh, he gets uh three to five uh fast passes. And uh, you know, one of the things that I've read about is to schedule your fast passes super early in the day, even though the parks aren't full yet to schedule all of the big things that you want to do, like schedule one at nine o'clock, one at 10 o'clock, one at 11 o'clock, because then by noon, you've used your, your initial fast passes. You can still in between get on another ride or two. Uh, and so you get through your morning, you can still then get more fast passes yeah. uh, by, by, by that. So that's another way to go. Then I think a lot of people do that and, uh, uh, are, are pretty successful as far as getting on lots of rides that way. So that's a, a tip, uh, a B and B tip. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, always go for the free Friday or, or free dining plan. That is a, a great deal. Um, uh, we enjoy waiting in line. Hey, there's nothing wrong, George, with uh, w- enjoy uh, enjoying to uh, wait in line. Uh, that that's wonderful. I, I especially with you know in some of the great cues that we were talking about earlier in the episode. Um, I think that uh, a lot of those lines are worth seeing. So Barry, you got anything else for us before uh, before we run away? I think we covered everything again in this wonderful show that we put on. Yes, King. This yes. wonderful award-winning show that we put on tonight. Soon to be, soon to be award-winning. I'm gonna probably get, I'll, I'll be the one that gives us the award, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give us that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, folks, we certainly uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in to watch the Ear BNB podcast. We are here uh, on live on Facebook now every Thursday at 8 p.m. You can find all of our old episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Buzzsprout, uh, soon to be, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank on it, Barry? Uh, Pandora and also iHeartRadio soon. Yes. And uh, so. yeah, we, appre- we would appreciate you guys go ahead and I know you've already watched the show and everything, but if you could just go ahead and give it a download, maybe a rating, you know, uh, that would, yeah. That's where I was going. If you like us. Head over to iTunes, to Spotify, to Stitcher, to uh, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever it is, and uh, download the show. And if you like us, please leave us uh, leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate that. If you don't like us, uh, then leave the review on uh, Rudy's podcast. <laughs> Uh, 
I kid, I kid. Anyway, folks, thank you very, very much for joining us. We will be live again on Facebook next Thursday at 8 o'clock, uh, and we will do this again. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.